Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like the Tiki guy from Crash Bandicoot. Blah, blah, blah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Today on the show, uh, I am talking about significance, more so specifically about outsourcing our significance, or rather not outsourcing our significance, because it's something that we do quite often. Uh, our generation in particular, the millennials and, you know, basically like 35 and under these days, I'm 33. So I'm, I'm an elder millennial. I'm an old guy. I'm one of those, like I'm an exennial. I think, I don't know. Whatever. Um, (laughs) you know, the, the millennial generation, um, you know, we've been kind of hit hard with this feeling like we're supposed to change the world and make some sort of big impact. And really with the onslaught of social media and being presented with so many things, um, so many things that people are doing and doing cool things and traveling and all of that stuff that sometimes we feel like experiences or, you know, having a cool life to project is something that can be uh, a projection or uh, an identity affirming part of our significance. And ultimately it's not true. (laughs) Your significance is not in relation to what you put on Instagram. And, um, you know, we, we need to do a little bit more for ourselves to start to feel that sense of significance. Right. So I think in a future, I'll probably do another episode where I have some like more hard and fast rules, like a little bit of a list to kind of let you know what you can, what you can do to personally feel a sense of significance and no longer outsource that significance. But for the most part, I'm just kind of pontificating about the topic. So, you know, one of these usual episodes where I'm just talking and just saying words and things and having myself a good time. So we're going to talk about not outsourcing your significance. Don't outsource your significance here on Dopamine. Let's go. What up, friends? C-Note here. Hopefully you guys are having a good day. Today has been warm as hell. It is fantastically 60 degrees after a few days of negative 20 wind chill. Uh, Mother Nature is pissed off. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's it's going to be too late before everyone's like, oh, you know what? Maybe we should adjust. Uh, right? I don't know. But it's whatever. This is not about that. <laughs> Today, I wanted to talk about uh, significance, a topic that we've already talked about on other episodes. There is literally an episode titled Significance, and you can go back and listen to that one because it's going to be slightly different. Uh, this one, I'm going to be talking specifically about how we outsource our significance. This is really in relation to social media, to our comparison-itis that we have to other people, the the often the fact that we feel like we need permission from family, from friends to do what we want to do, uh, and, and all sorts of things in our lives. It is really frustrating to me and, you know, to me and for myself and from myself that I, I have felt like I've consistently tried to outsource my significance to the external world, meaning that my level of significance is typically in relation to some sort of external validation right? And I've talked about that in another episode in the past as well, external validation, and that we constantly strive and desire for this. Like the, the, 
the obvious example is like Instagram. And I feel that pull all the time. I feel this consistent pull of like, I should be sharing something. I should be posting something on Instagram stories. I should be like posting things on Twitter. I should be making myself known and loved and significant. And people should like my things and they should, you know, buy my stuff and they need to show me that I'm important. And that's not where it starts. Honestly, there is a path that we have to take. And I want to say, I want to offer you the, uh, the, the opportunity to listen to the latest episode of personality hacker, which is actually, it's not the latest by the time this airs, but it is called, let me, let me pull up the episode name. It is called the myth of, Oh, where is it? Come on. The mark, the make your mark myth. Um, which is typically about this idea that in order for us to feel significant, we have to do something significant. And that significance is typically in relation to the rest of something that somebody else defines, right? That means it's got to be like something big, some big idea that we, that we, you know, we've, we've almost outsourced the idea of significance and related it to fame as opposed to an actual significant act that is in relation to something that suits our life and our lifestyle. This episode is really, really good for that. So go listen to that personality hacker, uh, the, the make your mark myth. And this, this episode is absolutely inspired by that and an extension of that. So you can literally pause this, go listen to that and come back to this because it is just, it is, it is so good on its own, but the, you know, it inspired me to do this and I want to make some graphics around it. You know, this idea of, of Joel said it at some point towards the end of the episode, don't outsource your significance. And that is so powerful to think about. Think about that in relation to what you want out of life. You know, what you want to feel like, you know, I think at the end of the day, many of us want to approach the end of our lives and feel like we did something significant, but, but in relation to what, in relation to who, right? Uh, I think many young people these days are, are assigning that significance to some semblance of fame or follower count or, um, you know, some impact that we have to make uh, uh, in terms of a big social change or something like that, right? But significance in life could be something as simple as like, you know, having a job and taking care of your kids and, and doing stuff like that, right? It doesn't have to be this grand gesture. It could be, you you are significant to a family member, most likely. You've, I've been you know, I, I relate my significance to all sorts of people that I've impacted in life, whether it's through this podcast or through all sorts of other interactions in life. I feel like I've made little bits of significant impacts on people um, throughout my time on this planet, and I continue to try to do the best that I can. I'm driving Uber everywhere, and um, which is going to be an episode soon. Uh, I've been driving Uber in the morning for five hours to try to you know make some money and make ends meet while I try to figure out the rest of life, and. You know, I have all these great conversations with people about where they're going in life, and and some people tell them tell me their stories, and um, you know, tell me their stressors and things like that. And some people have been able to tell a little bit of my story in the same way that I do on this podcast, and and I feel like in that moment I've made an impact on their lives. I don't know what they do when they leave the car. I don't know if they've made a change in any kind of way, but in the moment it seems like they make an aha, and I feel significant as a result of that. Um, and it's not necessarily the fact that I had the impact on the person, but the fact that I have the ability to open up and share and and want to have an impact on someone. It's almost like it's almost like accidentally because I've been working so hard on being significant to myself that 
by proxy, I end up being significant to others in their lives in the ways that I can help. Because they've spent so much time helping myself that, you know, like I said, by proxy, I end up helping others through the advice that I've had to give myself or learn myself or research for myself. And, um, you know, those things become relevant to other people. That's why people like this show, apparently. So many people have listened to this, and I really appreciate you for that. And, um, you know, it continues to be something that's continuing to grow. And I think it is because I share my own personal story, right? And I'm not here to preach to you. <laughs> this one's going to be a little bit preachy because it's, I think it's pretty common knowledge that we outsource our significance or the definition of our significance to other people, um, family and our spouses or whatever, right? We have to have some sort of validation that we are significant to feel that. And really it starts with us and we have to start thinking a little bit more in that realm. And I'm going to expand on that after we take a quick break from our sponsor. So the, the, the personality hacker episode um, talks about a quote. I think it's a Confucius quote talking about significance, essentially starting with yourself and then expanding to your family and then expanding to your state and then expanding to the world in a lot of ways. And I think that absolutely rings rings true in the fact that we have to develop ourselves before we can start to help other people around us. And then that community makes a bigger impact. And then that makes a bigger impact, right? You can think about it in the spiral dynamics kind of model as well. That is it's typically, typically an expansion of resources of connections. And that all starts from within us. And that is incredibly powerful in understanding that in order for us to, to build strength and have an impact, it does start with us. So we have to feel significant to ourselves before we can even convince anyone else that we're significant, right? Not that we need to convince anyone that we're significant, but the idea is that feeling significant is, all right, the thing just stopped recording. I don't know what happened, but um, you know that feeling significant starts with us. And we have to take that time to put the gas mask on ourselves first before we can do it for others, right? You know, that whole put the mask on yourself in an airplane in case of emergency and then, then put it on your kids next, right? Because if you pass out, <laughs> and you, then you're not going to be able to help them and they're not going to be able to help themselves. Uh, so that's the challenge there. So this idea that, the, you know, what's so powerful about the message behind the show and what that I what I try to do with helping people is, is really trying to feel their own, your own sense of significance by just doing something that you feel makes an impact in a way that, that, that resonates with you, right? It doesn't have to be, you know, very, very rarely is someone, are, are people so famous or so able or so connected that they're going to make change on a global scale. Right. And I think it's not about moving the goalposts. It's about understanding reality and bringing ourselves back down to reality. That dissonance is often what leads to poor self esteem and lead, leads us to feel extra stressful about our lives is this feeling that the goal line is so far away that we are comparing ourselves to everyone and everything and to the best in the world, right? There are chefs out there who are just like, I want to be Gordon Ramsay. Do you realize how much of anomaly an anomaly that Gordon Ramsay is? right? It's not to say that you're not special, that you're not able, that you're not capable, that it's not even possible. But for you to aspire to something that is so incredibly unique is setting yourself up for failure, right? Really, it's it's about establishing continued significance 
so that you're able to recognize the ability that you have as you continue to grow. Right. And, and that, that I feel is super powerful. This idea that I'm better than I was yesterday and I'm going to keep being better than I was yesterday. And today I'm significant and tomorrow I will be significant again, but in a different way. Right. Significance is a continued growth path. It is not it's similar to happiness in the sense that we're not going to get to a state of significance and we're going to stay there forever. Right. Like even Prince, someone who has made a mark on the music industry and Michael Jackson and like all of these idols that have been amazingly, you know, uh, um, valued in society, eventually their names will fade. Eventually their significance will become disparate based on the way that society and culture and things like that will move forward or move on to different things. They may last longer than the average person, but you know, they didn't get there by wanting that significance. Most of the time they don't. (laughs) Sometimes people do and they aspire to fame and they get it and they know how to manage it and all of that stuff. But I think we have, again, in relation to this Instagram culture, we have this, this um, this perception that significance is going to happen instantly for us, right? That we're going to keep making content. We're going to put things out there and just one day someone's going to discover us and it's going to change everything, right? And that's not to say that you shouldn't put in hard work and you shouldn't evolve and you shouldn't grow as a person. Um, but that, I guess, I guess, okay, I should correct that because it's not about continuing to put up content and hoping that someone will one day discover you. It's that someone will discover you today or discover you tomorrow. Right. And that because someone did not discover you when you put out the content or when you wanted to feel significant, that you are actually not significant. Does that make sense? The idea is that, you know, for us to make an impact, it's more of the, the, tortoise versus the hare kind of thing. I've been hearing this over and over again. It seems like the the comparison that a lot of people are making these days is the, you know, the slow and steady approach to building a business, to building an idea, to building a brand, to connecting with people, to being creative, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, is taking that tortoise approach because you know, the hair, the story of the hair is that he got started quickly and then he started taking shortcuts and taking breaks and, and he felt like, Oh, I got this on lock. So I am significant. And just like, you know, I don't even have to try anymore. And he ended up losing the race, right? Cause he fell asleep or whatever the case may be. I don't remember the actual story, but the idea is that in this race to significance, we are taking shortcuts that are not good for our personal growth, for our development. And it's just, it's having an impact that is making our, our stress levels through the roof. And we are not giving ourselves enough credit for being a significant person as we are working on ourselves, as we are adapting, as we are, as we are growing, right? Because we are not significant when we hit a plateau. We are significant now. We are significant today. We are significant as a human being in relation to our, you know, our impact on our immediate surroundings and ourselves, Right. So when I say to quit outsourcing your significance, that means that it starts with you. The only way that you can be significant is to feel significant. And feeling significant means really listening to yourself, really being there for yourself, really being someone that is acknowledging all of the effort that you're putting into life, even as simple as just being able to pay for groceries, being able to get a job 
or even get up out of bed sometimes, right? Every little significant thing. I know that sounds like a cop-out sometimes, but your existence is significant, right? It's very different from being special. You're not special in the way that someone's just going to pluck you out of society and put you into a mansion, right? But you are significant as a human being that is capable, that is possible, that has opportunity, a sense of privilege, right? And I don't mean white privilege. I mean privilege in the fact that every single human being has some sort of privilege, whether that's through your vulnerability or through some sort of accessibility to things. If you have a cell phone, if you're able to listen to the po- this podcast, you have privilege. That's what I mean. So take whatever kind of privilege that you have to be able to create something, to be able to do something and create and cultivate your own significance. Quit outsourcing it to make someone else feels, make you feel significant, right? You make yourself significant. And, you know, I'm I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to myself all the time, right? I'm I'm talking to you, to, to myself in the sense that I think about myself in relation to this podcast all the time, like the notoriety that I do or do not get from this podcast. I'm not famous by any means. I've had 65,000 listens on this podcast and I have spoken to maybe 12 people who have listened to this show, (laughs) you know? So I don't have direct connections with my audience just yet. Um, I, I, but I feel like I've made an impact. I've helped people in person and you know, what they actually ultimately feel and do is not what matters. It's the fact that I'm continuing to create this show, that I keep coming up with ideas, that I'm using this as creative expression, as therapy, as something that is that is making me feel, because I'm using my ability as a content creator to create something, it's making me feel significant. And I feel significant every single day because I have, you know, I, I, I have this sense of self-love as I continue to, to develop as a person. So, you know, it's really just another way of saying to love yourself, right? Feel significant for yourself and be aware of that. Just as easy it is as it is for you to feel, it's, it's just as easy for you to say that no one cares as it is for you to say that everyone cares, right? No one cares is an assumption everyone cares is also an assumption most of the time. Right. And so the only one that really can care about where you're going and how you feel and and your level of significance is you. Do we have a counter for how many times I've said the word significance on this episode? (laughs) I kind of jumped on here and like started ranting. So there's some things that I feel like might not be fully clear as I'm talking about this. But the general idea, think about that. Just think about that statement. Don't outsource your significance. It doesn't matter, like, in the micro, what someone thinks about you. You put something out there and someone doesn't like it, who cares? You did it. You made something. You said something. You're doing something, right? You're making strides. You're chipping away. You're doing the thing. You're creating stuff right? Even if you aren't, you're having a mental health day and you're having a tough time and you're just even thinking about it, that counts. That is fine, right? Rest is a part of the process. You're allowed to feel like you need time, right? There's no one give, there's no one putting pressure on you. Very rarely is there anyone actually putting pressure on you. That your parents putting pressure on you is, is on them. That isn't a projection of their insecurity right? There's a, there are projections that people put onto you, but it's up to you whether or not you should accept that as something that is part of your identity, that is baked into your identity, is baked into your significance. I think that is another part of it 
is that we get consistent criticism from the world around us, but we do not have to accept that as something that, you know, that is a part of our identity. We get to define who our identity is. We are not a combination of our parents. Only genetically are we that. We are still our own person. That is something that's really beautiful about the Myers-Briggs part is that there, you know, an INTJ and an ENFP doesn't equal a certain type, right? Like your kid (laughs) becomes their own person and you are your own person. And parents don't always understand that. And, you know, you might not understand that about your kids, right? It depends on your situation, your context, right? But understanding that you're an individual, they are individuals. Everyone's just trying to make their own way. Everyone's trying to feel significant in some sense. And sometimes people need to feel some significant with, by exerting some sense of control, right? And it's, it's not acceptable. So don't outsource your significance. Your significance is not in relation to society. It's not in relation to other things. There is a sense of, of natural social hierarchy that does need to be considered. Of course, these things exist, right? But it's not, most of the time, it just doesn't matter. What Kim Kardashian does has nothing to do with you. What's this Instagram person, you know, what your friend who has more Instagram followers than you uh, uh, does is nothing in relation to your goals or what you need, right? External validation doesn't matter. And if you're having trouble with that, maybe go talk to a therapist. I don't mean that as an insult. I mean that maybe just listening to a podcast is not enough, right? Go talk to someone, get it out there, talk through it, you know, and sometimes talk to yourself about that. If you're not feeling significant, why, right? Listen and listen to what you're saying about that. Like, is it in relation to someone externally? Because most of the time it is. Most of the time it's like, especially when you're telling yourself, like, I don't think I'm good enough. I don't feel like I'm capable, blah, 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 blah. That's usually not us telling us that. There's no survival mechanism that makes any sense for us to be able to tell that to ourselves other than us allowing other people and their criticisms to get baked into our identity. And we just keep replaying those voices over and over again. And you know how, like when you listen to, you know, you listen to a podcast and then you read a book by that person and you can hear their voice in your head. And usually when it's a positive thing, you play their voice. But when it's something negative, you play your voice. Why is that? I'm really curious about that. I don't know why that is, but we play our own voice in our head, but the content is coming from another person, right? So the next time you hear yourself in your head, tell yourself something like that, try to trace it back to the source. And that doesn't mean go and attack the source. Doesn't mean that you need to confront your father just yet. You know, I can't suggest that to you. I don't know how to approach that, but if you hear something in your head telling you that I shouldn't do this. It's not worth it. No one's going to care. No one likes you. No one thinks you're attractive. No one thinks you have a good voice. No one, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Think about who is telling you that or who you think is telling you that. Not yourself. It's not your voice. That's not you. That's something else that at some point in your life has been put into your head by some external source. And that is ultimately what I mean by don't outsource your significance. Because if you can get rid of all those voices, then you'll suddenly have the power to say, you know what, let me at least give it a try. And that's all you need to do.
So that's it. That's a good place to stop. And uh, I'm going to wrap up. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anchor.fm slash dopamine, and you can also uh, support this channel on that link and uh, subscribe to the show as well and hit us up on iTunes and leave us a rating and review. That would be amazing. Um, you know, this was just kind of an impromptu episode. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I was totally inspired by that episode on personality hacker. So go check that episode out. You can hit me up at let's go see notes on all the social channels, particularly Instagram and Twitter. That's where I typically spend the most time just rambling and talking about things. And if you would really like to learn about branding, marketing, personality, and sales, you can check out my brand blaster course at bit.ly slash brand blaster. That website is also where you will find all of my stuff, um, my graphic design and other courses and my Myers-Briggs course and all of that stuff too. I'm going to be doing more stuff in the future, but right now I'm just doing podcasts and trying to create awareness for the show. And uh, I don't know, I've been doing a lot of drawing lately. So that's stuff that's going to be going up on my Instagram along with some of the photos that I post from events and things like that. So, you know, follow and like and subscribe and all that good stuff. It has nothing to do with my significance because I already feel significance, but it would be cool because I would like to spread the message here. And really the goal is to make money doing something that I love. And that's the plan, right? So (laughs) I would appreciate your support. If you like this, you love this, uh, at least at the, at the bare minimum, you know, like, or share it and share it with a friend that you feel like could use this, right? Just gently offer it to them. Hey, I know you were talking about this sense of significance, or I know you've been feeling down lately, or I know you put yourself down a lot. Hey, you know, listen to this episode. This guy C-Note, he is this charismatic, lovely person. <laughs> you should listen to him talk for a while, right? That's that's really what it's all about. So thank you guys for listening to the show. I really appreciate you. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. Later. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.